right. Check, check, check one, check two, check three, check four, check five. Yeah, we're still alive. No jive. And <laughs> up from the 70s. This is 2023, February 16th. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are we doing? It's the Cannabis Coffee Hour. Here we are, Cannabis Coffee Hour, with your host, me, Rob Cantrell, coming at you for another episode, 2000, I mean, 206. Oh, wow, man, we're just clicking. It's clicking, uh, and it's going up, up, up. Um, I have a great cup of hot chocolate. I actually have um, cannabis-infused hot chocolate today. And then I, it, it, it looked like I have this big giant uh, Brooklyn fucking mug, and it went up to like half of it. And then I poured some bomb ass coffee because I had some coffee from the morning. But somebody gifted me uh, this hot chocolate mix, um, Buddy Bakes NYC, um, is where I got it. It was in a gift bag, but I saw it, it's legit. <laughs> uh, and um yeah people it's more on the chef style um but i had a little bit of it and man it does uh it does like sometimes you get these edibles or like hot chocolate mix i've had stuff before and i'm like ah but no this is it (laughs) uh as you can tell from that laugh i don't know this is the audio but welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour. I'm your host, Rob Cantrell. I'm going to talk to you about 45 minutes to an hour. We're going to talk life, music, cannabis. Um, I just love doing this podcast because the planet is evolving and the world is evolving rapidly. And one of the things, it's always been doing that shit, but uh, one of the things um, that's unfolding naturally is you know the legalization of cannabis and then figuring out how that plays into everyday society and that's what we're doing with the cannabis coffee hour you know i'm infusing comedy i'm infusing music i'm infusing you know i hate talking politics it's more about you that's what i was thinking about it's more about american expression not even american this is my land like in like, I'm not anti or pro-American. I never want to be too proud of my country because there's all kinds of mistakes. But I am in the sense of being an artist that you can express yourself. And I love the, you know, everybody rags on America. But America culture, whether it's jazz, whether it's hip-hop, whether it's, uh, you know, entertainment movies, you know, stand-up comedy is an American culture It came from here. I mean, people were talking shit everywhere. And yeah, there were senses of, you know, that type of style. Um, You know, there's uh, some great comedians, early comedians. Billy Connolly, I think it is, from um, Scotland. You know, I think storytelling has been, you know, in the the gut of humanity from the get-go. But uh, in terms of stand-up, like... Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Lenny Bruce, you know, just kind of speaking to power, um, speaking like, like it's not work. That's, that's the trippy thing that I think uh, I'm seeing out there here on the comedy streets is like, yeah, it kind of goes back and forth with, oh, it's too PC or Oh, it's too freaking, there's like Nazis and Proud Boys everywhere, and then it goes back and forth. And I've always tried to ride the middle. Like, I've always tried to be centered in everything. Even when I was in college, even with my friends, you know, uh, when things group up a little bit too much, I've always been wary of groupthink, and I do think the individual can come up with the most unique ideas, because 
No, you know, everybody is a snowflake. Everybody's a different leaf. Everybody's a different orange in this belief. Organic matter, that's what we're made of. It's part of the planet. Um, wow. I did I I literally just had like four sips of this hot chocolate and it's uh you know i was i was very wary of it but uh no i'm for a minute there i was like whoa this might be a little too strong to be doing a podcast but this is old rob (laughs) i'm not saying you never want to get cocky with cannabis and you never want to like i'm not a dude that does a ton of dabs and all that shit and blow torches not that it's, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. I'm, everybody's got to play their own game. And like comedy, like music, like cannabis, you got to figure out your own vibe and how it works with you. I did take a couple days off of the cannabis, which was great. Um, and uh, But I did have a little bit of a down, like, like I felt a little bit down. I have to say... But I think maybe some emotions and stuff. I was going through some heavy shit, so I had to deal with it and process it. And sometimes not being high, like, you got to deal with that shit. It's better. And the same thing with, like, writing complex shit. I'm trying to push a script through. I'm finishing it. I'm not trying. I'm doing. That's the mindset. Uh, But, you know, it gets... The bigger it gets, the more moving parts it gets, and the more you know, focus I need. Um, Cannabis can help me focus, but where I find it better for me is when, uh, that's why I like doing it with music and rapping and making beats and playing guitar. You kind of can flow with it, you know? I think that's where I'm getting with meditation. I always had this overthinking and it kind of fucked it up with stand-up because stand-up is, you know, you're always thinking about your act and your writing. How am I going to do this? And so you, and then you're processing all these other cats. So your mind is just going, it's like the hard drive. It's like when your computer, when your MacBook starts going, and you know, you can't do that shit too long. And um, meditation makes you realize like that's just the, the hum of the engine isn't the reality the reality is this moment that's the reality that sound that moment you know and then it's gone it's magic baby and then uh so all there is is just like giving love vibes out there (laughs) uh yeah just love vibe that's another thing i wanted to do there's so much drama all these shooting shout out to michigan man like my mom is from michigan I grew up, uh, you know, going into this little cottage way up in Michigan when I was little on my mom's side of the family during the summer. And I'd stay there like a couple months um, and just walk on uh, Lake Michigan beaches during the summer, which is probably some of the dopest. Michigan's got great herb. And all the prices are some of the best. The only thing is the winter sucks and there's no public transportation. But if you could ever do an Airbnb on Lake Michigan during the uh, summer, that's a good look, man. You can hide out. And like the last time I was there, I was getting like bricks. I got not bricks. I can't say bricks. But I got a hunks of really good hat, like old school hash, which I love. But that's starting to be, housing works down in NYC. I got to stop by, try to get some of that. Um, I'm a big fan of just a little bit of old school hash. Um, if, if you ever have problems sleeping, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm having some Brazilian coffee. I'm having some hot chocolate. I'm talking about good vibes. And, uh, yeah, when you get to a point of, uh, yeah, I guess what I was talking about is how much I do love this country because more of it's the people and the culture. Um, in New York City, San Francisco, Midwest, it's all dope, man. It's all different. It's all problems. But uh, there's so much, you know, versus mentality, which is just a concept. And I think when we start looking at exactly how things are influenced, 
um, you get back to the moment. You know, that's really all that is. I got this like mindful calendar that I'm really into. Uh, but I don't want to get too spiritual and hokey pokey on this um, podcast. I just more or less want to start, stop saying, um, <laughs> that's another one. Stop saying, um, <laughs> and, uh, and just, you know, feel the vibes and feel where the vibes are taking me. But yeah, so I went off cannabis for a minute for a couple days and, it felt good to clear out the system. Um, but then it's always it always great to come back. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of, I use it kind of as, you know, kind of almost a lubricant in a sense um, when I get too tight, you know. And it's easy to get too tight. It's easy to get way too tight with this stuff. Um so that's why music is something that I'm really into. And I would love to do more. Yeah, shout out to Buddy Bakes NYC. Yeah, I have to say that their uh, hot cocoa mix is amazing. Um, really good. And I guess they make brownies and stuff. Um, but I just read about something in Virginia. Like, Virginia went recreational legal but now they're shutting down like the republic that's why i'm <laughs> i keep on going back into politics but the republicans are shutting it down for um having a actual marketplace like places to buy it now i see that as a huge huge problem especially with the fentanyl and all that because um i do think it should be regulated um, so the market is good, so you can get good cannabis, grown right, properly, stored right, because it is organic matter, and so if it goes black market, and it's mass produced, people are going to be sitting on it, people are going to be putting gasoline in it, people are going to be mixing it with, you know, whatever to make it stronger, it's not, you know, up to snuff, so, I don't know, that's, that's my, that's my two cents on that shit, you know, um, I'm just uh, excited. I am doing, I have some shows coming up. Um, I am doing a benefit. If you're in NYC on March 9th at Chelsea Music Hall, this is uh this will be a good one. It's with a great lineup um, and it goes for diabetes. So it goes towards, um, um, you know, raising money, I think, for cheap needles and cheap uh, diabetic medicine if people need it. I guess that's a huge deal. It's One of my friends is uh, putting it together, and he asked me to do it, and I said, yes, that would be dope. Um, healthcare is a funky thing right now, and uh, if it's too expensive, that's what bums me out, you know? Um, and that's why I think like healthcare is getting so expensive and people are kind of, you know, being more DIY. So more people are without health insurance. I have it now, but I had, you know, in my early twenties, I ran a few years without it, um, which wasn't the smartest thing. Um, but there was a lot of stuff that wasn't smart <laughs> that I did when I was younger. Uh, but it does make you focus a little bit more on how you eat, at least you should try, and how you should exercise, how, you know, what you're taking in and what you're taking out. I remember that was a big moment. Um, you know, I was young in my 20s, I was smoking cigarettes, I was drinking, not drinking a ton, but, you know, drinking beers every other night with people at bar, you know, what you do in your 20s and shit. Um, and I was smoking herb, and I loved the herb, but then, you know, it was just too much. I remember it being too much. So I've just always whittled things back. And first went the cigarettes. I was like, I can't have, I can't smoke cannabis and cigarettes. Like, that's just way too much smoke. So I dropped the cigarettes and I just leaned on the cannabis. That's, that was one of the ways that I, uh, that was definitely one of the ways that I got off smoking cigarettes. I used cannabis 
Um, and anytime I started fiending for cigarettes, I would just smoke, smoke more pot. I'd be like, <laughs> and then I would be just so, um, and I loved the wow, wow. So, um, that was just a way of, uh, me handling it, you know? And then the alcohol, I eventually dropped, but I kind of got into drinking IPAs there for a minute because I did like the uh, cannabis taste of it, of some of the really barley, you know, I do think it's just a little bit of tasting nature. Um, And that's, you know, that's what we need more of as we go into, you know, I'm just, everywhere you go, they're talking about these robots, robots are delivering Domino's pizza, we got g chat we got people you know you could put into a computer and ask questions about god and uh and all kinds of controversial shit that i don't really even want to go into um but yeah it's a it's a it's a a wild time yeah you know i'm just a dude trying to figure it out just like you i'm just drinking half coffee half cannabis cocoa (laughs) right now uh, and talking into a microphone and uh, enjoying life, you know, pumping up beats. Music wise, I've been going back to the classics, uh, Rolling Stones. Can't you hear me knocking? That beat, that drum, I've been really getting into the beats. Or just like where I, if I hear a beat, I'm like, oh yeah, man. I'm a big fan of low five beats. Big fan of Can't You Hear Me Knocking is one of the best drum beats. You can't sample Rolling Stones. And sampling is a weird thing, too, because now everybody can make music and put it out. I have an album out called Caffeinated Dope Rhymes. Um, you can check it out. Seven tracks. And it's two of them are brand new. Five of them are ones that I just comedy songs that I've done over the years. Rub my feet, uh, coffee and weed, coffee and weed, go, go remix. And the, uh, but then I put on two new ones. I did a, a cover song of sublime, (laughs) what I got. And then I, uh, also did, uh, give peace a dance. And that video is on my YouTube. I have Rob Cantrell YouTube. You can check out, I think it's Rob Cantrell comedy at Rob Cantrell Comedy. And then the Cannabis Coffee Hour YouTube is slowly but surely just keep growing. And once we get to a 1,000 subscribers, I can actually make some money. So subscribe. I don't care who you are. Go to YouTube, type in Cannabis Coffee Hour, and subscribe. It's free. It's easy. um, And it will help me develop uh, more content and higher-grade content. This is pretty good. Um, It's free. You know, we're doing it. But I have a blast doing this podcast. Um, And I have a... uh, I've been getting ready to do more um, stand-up. But mostly I've been doing a lot of writing. And then, like, I have this benefit show... Um, I did a great show with my friend Mark Theobald. I think that was last week. I, did I tell everybody about that? No, that was Midtown. That was wild. Going, I hadn't been to Manhattan that much. I'm a Brooklyn cat. So, uh, so yeah, I did a show Midtown, like right there at this place called the Grizzly Pear. Uh, it was sweet. It's a brand new club. Like comedy's popping up everywhere, and cannabis shops are popping up everywhere. That's the wild thing. Um, but some of them are not regulated. Like I, that's what I wig out about. And some of, it's just like all these money grabbing cats that really don't know. They're like, "Yo, I got weed. I got pot. What do you mean?" It's like, "Nah, man. I want organic grown. You know, tested. The real deal." Because, it, you know, it really is like fruit. Like when you get some bunk ass fruit and then you go to Whole Foods or you like at a out in the real farm and you get a real apple that's not all GMO'd out or fake or whatever. What I don't know what the pesticide out. When you get that real taste of nature, that's what I'm talking about. And that's what, yeah, going back to Virginia, I remember going to visit 
my grandmother in the southern tip of Virginia. It goes way down there. I'm talking like eight hours south of D.C. Like, you know, this is like backwood shit. And my grandmother lived there, small coal mining town. But there was like a, a fresh spring. There's like these towns called Hot Springs and Warm Springs. And there's natural fresh mountain water. And it is literally filtered from all the rocks and all the sulfur, all, you know, there's nobody been pumping chemicals or throwing Diet Coke bottles on it for, you know, thousands of years. So it's naturally clean. And I used to drink this stuff. And I remember drinking lemonade that was made with it. And it was just like another, another level to me. That water just tasted um, so good. If you have fresh spring water, like, yeah, I don't know. The planet's moving. I'm worried. Not worried. Um, I, you know, I try not to be ever worried because I'm not going to live forever, ever. So I don't know what goes beyond the physical, but I, I have a feeling <laughs> that the energy is going to meet up again with some other energies. But on the physical flame, on the physical plane, um, Living in the moment is like kind of where I'm trying to keep my head at, you know. And but you know, I, I want to not use plastic. I use way too many paper towels. That bums me out. My mom, growing up, never used fucking paper. She, I, she, she was cheap, and she was for the environment. And this is like the '70s and '80s. But she was like, "I'm not buying those fucking things, man. Here's some rags." We were definitely more of a rag house um, than buying paper towels. But now it's just like. I've gotten so used to just buying rolls of paper towels um, and just wiping stuff up because it is kind of, but then I'm like, ah. But that's what would be great if they really used the cannabis plant in terms of making paper and paper fiber products. You know, that, you know, right there, that saves, because cannabis, you can just keep on cultivating, 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 and it's organic and it's going to go back in. Whereas paper, you're cutting down fucking old ass trees that take forever, and and we need the trees for good oxygen, and um, so that's what you know. I don't want to go you know way deep on my cannabis uh, flag waving, but you know in terms of f paper products, right there, you know that would cut out a lot of bullshit. Um, the Super Bowl, uh, the Midtown Show. I should talk about the Midtown Show. I could talk about the Super Bowl a little bit. Uh, Midtown Show. I just did it. Mark Theobald is a great comic. He was on uh, the Chappelle Show. He uh, he he's the cat that really got me in back in with the Tracy Morgan Show. Uh, he casted me in the Last OG. He uh, you know I ended up touring with Tracy Morgan. And he was a major part of that. But I knew Tracy before that. I worked with him in open forum. Um, when, right before he got, uh, uh, what was that? 30 rock. So, you know, I kind of knew him in the 30, 30 rock days. And then after the crash, I ran into him and then I went out and tour with them for a year. But it, that was kind of, uh, meeting back up with Mark, you know, after touring with those guys for a year and a half, that was just a sweet. And it was like midtown, but that was, was crazy. There was like, a new comedy club, another room across the street, and then two weed shops that were kind of illegal, and the guy's, like, begging me to come in. And I was like, uh, I don't know about this place, man. Because um, they're starting to bust people. That's the thing. They just need to get it regulated to a point. I don't want to talk pro... I'm not pro-pro-pro-government and regulations, but in terms of a new industry, you know, I just think especially if it's something that you're consuming um, and needs to be checked out. Uh, but yeah, I've been pumping a lot of beats. I've been listening to, yeah, a lot of Rolling Stones, a little bit of uh, Frank Zappa, a little bit of Tribe Called Quest, a little bit of Dinosaur Jr. Um, one... Let's see. A uh, little, yeah, I guess a uh, little bit of Outcast. Uh, Van Halen, the best of both worlds. Now that's Sammy Hagar. I would say that's their best Sammy Hagar 
song is the best. I mean, it's hard. I don't want to diss on Sammy Hagar. He was good. But it's hard to beat David Lee Roth. I'm a David Lee Roth cat. But um, the Sammy Hagar, best of both worlds. And that's what I've always thought about heaven and earth and life. Um, you kind of want the best of it, the both of them. You know, you want to be somewhat connected to whatever the energy is, but also, you know, enjoy life. So you're not like clouded by religion and shit like that too much. If that makes any sense to you. Um, yeah, that's yeah, the Super Bowl. Um, having those uh, Jesus uh, commercials, that was kind of sketchy. You know, uh, in terms of Christianity, I would say, yeah, I definitely am Christian in the sense of peace. Like, I'm pro-peace. At the end of the day, I think peace is the only way out of this fucking shit. Um, in the longer view. In the longer view. Because... It's not, I'm going to die, you're going to die, the next person, the next person, the next person, the next generation. So the, I really think, uh, you know, we should all be working towards peace. But then there's mentally ill people, there's narcissistic uh, tendencies of people, and then there's nationalism. So I also, like I've always said, you got to protect your neck. Um, I'm always so wary you know, just growing up in D.C. and in Virginia in the 70s and 80s, like, you know, you just have to, somebody's going to, somebody's going to test you. So, uh, you know, I understand, you can't be too gullible. You learn that pretty quick, too. It's a wild life out there, man. Um, so, yeah, I guess where I was going with um, the creativity um, and learning how to meditate lately, I've been doing 20 minutes and something I'll hip you to is like, my back has gotten so much stronger. My, my, uh, my, uh, my, uh, what is it? How I stand up straight, uh, not my penmanship, but, uh, oh, this, this, uh, hot cocoa got me pretty high. Um, what is that? My posture, my posture is 10 times better. And like I said, I remember when I couldn't even do 30 minutes. Right now, I'm even, I'm a wiggly, you know, jittery, you know. I got, I've got. i always felt like there was something to do. Like, And I know that's not a good tendency. But that there was always something in my soul where I was like, man, I got to do comedy. I, I got to try this shit. I got to do this. Or this, even starting this podcast. Like starting this podcast. I did this because uh, I shot a short film. And I had two lav mics and I was dealing with sound and cutting stuff up. And I also always had the image of having just a cool little talk show, um, drinking coffee and maybe smoking a little herb and vibing out on some music and having friends. And that's always, you know, that is the grand scope of this podcast and show is... Uh, Good vibes, a little bit of cannabis, a little bit of music. Um, so that, I guess, the overactivity of the brain or the creative side of the brain, that definitely helps in music, and that's what I like to play with sometimes. But music in, in comedy and art is serious in terms of organizing, because Anybody can go ah, la, la, and do stuff and draw and ah. but then you then the second part is curating and I think the younger generations understand this with Instagram. Um, I got rid of my Twitter. Elon Musk. I'm not down with these fucking South African billionaires trying to influence political shit here um, in America. Same thing with Fox News and Rupert Murdoch. I'm not down, man. I see right through that shit. Like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Um, I'm a fucking American mutt. Hybrid theory in its best form. In terms of like, you know, it's a melting pot. It's all different. That's what it's dope. You know, especially in New York, you see the best of it, you know. It's, uh, you know, it's a little bit of everybody. 
and you learn something you you learn something from every culture and then it becomes a whole other thing uh that's like hip-hop you know uh that's what grandmaster kaz i got to meet grandmaster kaz at high times magazine and he was the very first i hope to have him on this show he's kind of been blowing up the last i mean he seems to be very busy um i follow him on instagram but uh we almost did like i wrote something for high times magazine and it was like a little sketch show with him in it and we almost shot it um but he was there because he was one of the original MCs um, to ever do um, rapping, <laughs> to ever do hip-hop. And hip-hop is what he says, I guess, is hip-hop didn't invent anything. It reinvented everything, which is kind of like you take a little bit of everything in New York. You know, you take all the salsa music, you take all the electronic dance, disco, soul and you just kind of make mix it up and make it funky. Like the one time, like not to say that I'm like know everything about hip hop, but one of the deepest things I ever saw was Run DMC on the show um, Soul Train, and it was Don Cornelius, Don Cornelius, who ran Soul Train. He was the producer. He was the MC, or not the MC, the host of the show. It was a talk show, dance show. Um, definitely African-American culture, black culture. I know I'm from the 90s. I'm trying to figure it out and saying, right? But uh, what he said is like, he, like the younger generation, the older generations just didn't get it. And I'm the same way. Like some of this trap shit, I'm just like, man, get the fuck out of here with all this violence. But, you know, that's, you know, the 90s rap had a lot of that too. But I was an 80s kid. I grew up on mostly a lot of the golden age and that's still... Uh, you know, I'll still pump the hell out of Houdini. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he said, you know, why do people like the music? And he said, it's got a funky beat and anybody can dance to it. And that's like, the thing is, is like, we're moving towards a sector. I think everybody's like, work, work, work. The thing about dancing is it's healthy. It's moving your body. And it's yoga. And I think the world is going, I know as I get older, I just want to live a more active lifestyle. I want to wear sweatsuits. <laughs> but I also don't want to sit on a couch with the sweatsuits. I want to, you know, go for walks or boulder or hike or canoe or ride a bike or just, you know, do a walk, check out a museum, um, swim. Um, work out, do some pull-ups. I've been doing 20 minutes of meditation without any back support. That's what I was going to say is like in the beginning when you're sitting there, your back starts hitting neck, but eventually it really strengthens up to a point where you can just sit there without any movement for like, and just vibe out. And today it got so vibey that I just had this really like ping in my ears. Like, you can almost see, and that's kind of the moment of the now when you can almost block all, not block, but let all thoughts drop. And there's a higher level in that ping is like, it's just, it's so crystal. It's so fucking now. Um, but after I do that, in my back in the day, it used to kill. And I said, there's no way I could do this. I'm too old. Maybe, maybe I have a broken back maybe i fucked myself up from slouching and doing the worm when i was little um but now it's you know it i'm just like sitting up like right on it and just kind of resting on myself in a sense like it's just in alignment you want to be in line uh, with the earth and then and then instead of doing pull-ups i just been hanging I've been putting, you know, 45 seconds on, like, really, and just hang there for 45 seconds after I do that. So that, like, straightens my whole spine and everything out. And uh, so, you know, that's the, that's the gig that I'm doing. That's my little workout. After this uh, hot cocoa, I do think I should go outside and go for a walk. Because it is hitting me at a point here I was like, Oh, I may not, I may have to back off uh, doing this podcast for a minute here. Um, 
and uh, and just vibe out and, <laughs> and stretch out. Uh, I'm just looking over some old material. Like I've been doing a lot of stand up, but uh, what I've realized is that I curse constantly and say um constantly, and I do that on this podcast. And I'm trying to work it out, and I'm trying to write and prepare a little bit more for these podcasts. But at the same time, I do love when the inspiration just kind of pops out and figures it out, you know. Um, I have been playing a little bit more guitar, but not as much, you know. The writing kind of gets all obsessive because I get it going, and then there is this zone where I'm in the story and I'm writing the story. And I have to try to keep that as long as possible. It's so hard with the internet and the phone and the, and the distractions and the thoughts of the future. But when you can find it, there's nothing more powerful than that. You know, there's that's kind of the best drug there is, is kind of like losing yourself in the creativity of that moment. But it takes a minute, you know, you got to work with it. You got to work with it. And that's where I'm at right now with uh, developing this podcast. I do have some bigger guests coming up, uh, mixing it, mixing it up in terms of the music. I'm, you know, I went heavy on the dub bass or the drums last few episodes, but I missed the organ. <laughs> so I may put that on there for the next, you know, just making music, making beats doing stand-up, writing scripts, drinking um, cannabis, cocoa, and coffee um, like a champ, enjoying every minute of it, doing my thing. Yeah, mostly, but the other night I couldn't, I had a rough time sleeping. Then no, I always... Like, I'll get to bed, and then I'll pop up at 4. That It's always, like, between 4, and then I don't get up. I just, I've learned to lay there, and then lately, I've been just doing positive mantras in my head, so my brain, you know, there's a lot of heavy shit going on, I guess, in my life, so I'm not, I'm trying to just get to the you know, kind of the positive vibe. You know, just trying to reprogram my brain into uh, popping up and being like, okay, let's do this. Let's do another podcast. Let's do another cannabis coffee hour. What do I have? Oh, yeah, I got this cannabis cocoa I haven't tried yet, um, which I'm excited about. This is great stuff. I'm having, it's a lot of sugar. So it's like I had just like an, a big dessert. And I'm kind of high, so that's why it's like, ooh, <laughs> it's uh, figuring out how it all comes together. Um, and I haven't been um, outside as much, and it hasn't been that cold. That's the weird thing. Um, you know, I, environmental stuff um, and global warming, it's such a big, big problem and nobody really wants to deal with it. Um, but I do think going back to nature, like I said, like growing cannabis, not using plastics. Oh, yeah, the Super Bowl, the Jesus commercials. I'm not down with that shit. Like, I don't think that stuff is about ego. The thing with that, it's more about, you know, I think they, there's something called Jesus concert. Like, I don't have to even because, you know, some people don't even want to fucking go there. It's more of getting to a point of consciousness where you live in the moment and you're kind and that's like giving to the homeless and being nice to your friends blah, 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 blah. Um, loving your neighbor loving everybody when you kind of go into fear panic mode or just like regular rat race i gotta get money and that's what you know a lot of american culture is and i think that's what we're wrestling with you know because America does like chilling, <laughs> you know, we, we chill great, um, but we also work hard, that's the thing, you can come here, if you work, you, if you come here and work really hard, not everybody, I mean, I don't know, I don't want to go on to some rant rant, but I do know 
Like you can just build your own universe here. In a lot of countries, you just can't do that or it's just not set up for that or it doesn't even have the environment for that. Like here, there's, I mean, if you want to get into it, it's somewhere. It's somebody's doing it. Uh, you just got to figure it out. And that's when I remember, you know, I got into stand-up comedy in 1999 and it really was at like the end of the really bad era where all the clubs were closing. Nobody was really checking for it. And it wasn't the internet wasn't popping enough that you could catch it everywhere. And I just remember a lot of those old HBO specials. And again, like Eddie Murphy's Delirious was huge for me. And so was Robin Williams' first special at the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco. If you ever get a chance to see a show at the Great American Music Hall in San Francisco, oh man, that is one of my favorite music venues. I saw the Wailers Bob from Bob Marlin, but this was 2000 or the early aughts. But I remember them just burning that place down in the best place. You know, it just they just had a funky organ and it just rocked it. Um if you ever get a chance to get out there what, what? yeah i just had since the pandemic i haven't been out to california and i really want to get out there maybe i'll book a 420 show out in california maybe that somebody approached me about doing a can, uh, cannabis show you know they talk some numbers i want to you know you know the negotiation um because usually i have a pretty big show for that um but it kind of, I think it's fell through and it was in New Jersey. But maybe I need to get out to California once again and uh, try to mix it up out there. Um, but definitely subscribe to my, if you want to see my dates or you want to see some good clips, I'm going to do more clips on my Instagram, Rob88 um, Cantrell, C A N T R E L L. Check that out. Um, check out uh, definitely the Cannabis Coffee Hour YouTube. You can check out full videos of this podcast. Uh, shout out to Cannabis Hot Cocoa. <laughs> but it's not that cold here, so it's kind of like, but, you know, kind of cooled down. It's not like hot cocoa. It's like lukewarm cocoa. It's not hot chocolate. It's lukewarm chocolate. But it's definitely getting me um, a little buzzed in the sense of like more of a chill. It's definitely more of a chiller. It's not more of an upper. It's definitely more of uh, a gazellig. That's a word uh, in Dutch. When I went to, I haven't been to the Netherlands since 2007, but I did do the Cannabis Cup. I performed at the Cannabis Cup in... Uh, in um, Amsterdam, and uh, that is a Dutch word, is gazellic. We don't have this word in um, in American in English culture. Um, this is that's what I love about other countries. Like whenever I, I meet somebody from France, I'm always like, or so either way, that's what trips me out about hot. If you ever talk to somebody from another country, to ask them what is the number one rapper from your country they all have hip-hop and there's always like there's a jay-z of switzerland you know there's a jay-z of amps of france you know there's like you know the top cat or whatever and i always like hearing about that because that's our culture and that's moved all around the world shout out to the grammy uh performance um the 50-year grammy i love that 50-year grammy performance that was good uh, but an easy, like a funky beat and anybody could dance to it. People just want to dance. Like it gets the blood moving, not dance, but you should be moving your body, I guess is what it is. You know, we kind of went back into computers and hunkering down and working in offices. And now I think there's just this like great time to reset and like I've always said, like, rethink what actually being a human 
means or what it is or it's it's we're all connected the plants the mushrooms the uh the sky the oxygen like we all think in our head that we're not connected or i'm all alone and when i die no everybody's connected right now it's all that group think and sectioning off which is I understand about culture and race issues. I get it. But at the same time, there's a higher level of consciousness that you have the understanding that this moment is this. We are all living, breathing things that are working together. And, you know, we're trying to harness that instead of destroying it. You know, I love surfing because that's when I felt like I was harnessing like the earth's power in the moment power. Cause it's like the timing and most standups know about timing and understand, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. And then right at the right moment, standing up and then getting on top of it and then riding it through. And it's a process, but if you do it right, you're, you're, you're flying through space. It feels like you're throwing, you're flying through, you're denying space and time in a sense, or riding on top of it. Maybe that's kind of the elevated thought theory um, of living in the moment. You know, you want to drop the thoughts and almost, you know, that's, you know, going through some stuff right now. I'm trying to use my instincts more. And when I quiet myself, I work within the moment and then, you know, just kind of instinctually move towards what feels good for you. And that's when you start judging yourself against other people that it fucks it up is when you're like, mm, you got to work with what's good for you. What a, you know, cannabis might not be good for you. Coffee might not be good for you. It's good for me. Works for me. Helps me, you know, knock out this podcast and uh, gets me psyched uh, to do, you know, draw some spaceships, make some funky beats, write a script. Um, but then there comes a time where you got to like focus and zero in on it um if you want to try to flip it you know into big time zone does that make sense you know that's just like showbiz talk in terms of everybody can make a song or whatever but you know that was the goal of my cd the or my music album caffeinated dope rhymes i was like i don't care if it's that great i just gonna i need to have these songs out there i didn't have a high quality but then i found like the higher quality files of these old songs I knew how to make beats. I had all this recording equipment from the podcast. I was stuck in the pandemic. So I was like, I'm just going to do music. I'm going to do two songs that I make the beat and I produce, like I did everything. I did it totally, um, you know, Foo Fighters method, you know, just like all the instruments. I didn't, you know, I played guitar. I did go into a studio a couple times, like, I would get everything laid out and then like at the final mixing there was like a verse that I wanted better microphones so I you know rented a little studio close by it was in the basement of a church and I did the last verse and I had an engineer and they had a booth and all that I paid like 200 bucks you know Venmo uh, for a couple hours to knock it out and uh, it was fun I've never done that before it was I just wanted to finish it because everybody has half done files and then I put it together. So please check it out. Caffeinated dope rhymes, put it on Spotify. Uh, rub my feet is all about a love song about not making love, but rubbing somebody's feet. So check that out. That's probably my biggest hit, uh, coffee and weed and, uh, rub my feet. But I saw that on, I'm not on TikTok, but I, I Googled TikTok and people have been putting that song on TikTok cause it's there. So I don't know. I would love to, uh, for that to blow up. So if you have a TikTok account, try out "Rub My Feet" as your audio file. If uh, if your girl's rubbing your feet, or if you're a girl, if your man's rubbing your feet, it'd come off pretty funny and dope. I'm not a foot freak. It's not a, a song about foot freaks, but I do think the video does really well because there's a lot of feet in it. Yeah, man. Uh, people are freaking figuring it out. You know. That's why I'm like, I'm not into feet. Some people are into feet. Um, 
still say, nah, just peace and love. That's it. I'm out. Have a great day. <laughs>